Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you're too afraid to ask. Oh, fuck. I didn't check the number. Anyways, and this week's topic <laughs> is... Well, you asked. Number, once again, we're going back. I was doing so you were doing well. really well I was for really a honestly slaying. Mm-hmm. I was doing heavy heavy research beforehand to figure out what oh, number we deep were dives at. hours yeah i had an assistant yeah i was just really pulling out all the our stops. producers were helping you oh my god like yeah. everybody was pulling up you know receipts mm-hmm. receipts receipts mm-hmm. um but i don't know what it is mm-hmm. so uh, i don't know i can't even try to figure the math out like i don't know or I'm something con- i'm way too confused yeah so it's well you asked mm-hmm. which is specific advice specifically mm-hmm. from yeah. us Good advice from bad people, bad advice from good people, whichever you way you want to. Yeah. Whichever way the cookie crumbles. We're not promising that it's going to be good, but we're going to tell you what we think. We're going to give you advice. Yeah. You're going to have advice on your hands. Exactly. What you choose to do with it <laughs> is your prerogative. Exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> I had someone in my DMs be like, what do you mean by specific? And I'm like, you clearly haven't been here long enough to know the lore that we don't like when people say how to come out. Or like yeah. me and Max broke up. It's like no, I need okay, the tea. Sorry like, for that. <laughs> yeah. What? what where's the advice? Like, give me some juice. I so need that some I can, fucking yeah. meat to hold Literally. on to. Veg. <laughs> I was gonna say I said juice and you said meat. So who's the vegan now? Still me. You yeah. Slaughterer. <laughs> <laughs> I just said to Sean how much I like rare steak, and he almost threw up. It did repulse me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, as it should if you're a vegan. Yeah. Well, some. (laughs) (laughs) To some. To each their own. (laughs) Wherever you're listening, make sure to follow or subscribe. If you are a patron, then you are seeing this on video because patrons get video podcasts and the rest of y'all don't. (laughs) I didn't know where I was going. Fucking peasants. (laughs) I was like, where am I going with this? Yeah. But yeah, if you want this on video, I like watching my podcast because I think I am a true millennial that I, like we've talked about, didn't know what podcasts were when we started this. So I like to just think of it as a long term, long form YouTube video. Yeah. So Grandma Brie can't quite adjust to the just audio. And that means you don't have to either. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So if you want to get on board with paying us money. (laughs) <laughs> who wouldn't want to get on board with that <laughs> i don't know sean i don't know but i think there's some folks out there that aren't convinced that they want to be on board so we're here to tell you today get the fuck on, on board. board both of us are trying to live in vancouver it's expensive bitch <laughs> seriously i got rent to pay <laughs> but seriously we really appreciate our patrons they are genuinely who make this podcast happen it is a lot of work to put out this much free content we're over 200 episodes so we greatly 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 appreciate it if you can to become a patron and get the video content and some bonus fun stuff and um if you can't do that that's cool too because you can give us five stars you can follow subscribe you can share it's free Mm -hmm. so at that point you're just a fucking asshole if you're not doing that you tell them there's no excuse yeah seriously if you're not doing that it's time for you to take a long hard stare at yourself in the, in mirror. the mirror ask yourself am i a gaber because it's not given gaber it's not and when i say see around the gaberhood i only mean to people that have rated us five stars Absolutely. otherwise don't look at me the other ones i'll see around the gaberhood but i'm jumping your ass <laughs> watch out <laughs> you won't see me coming <laughs> around the gaberhood <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, I think we've got the threats out of the way. Yep. I'm feeling mm-hmm. good about that. Mm-hmm. I think we people hopefully I realize how serious feel we are. Better threats. I do too. A it really horny soothes too. my yeah. soul. Actually, yeah, it really spices things up <laughs> from the jump here. Do you have any? Um, um, oh, you just got a lot of Botox. I did get a lot of Botox. I'm happy for you. I also you. got two free units of Botox because my. Botox person. I was going to say Botox technician. <laughs> um, doesn't know how to count, and I love her for that. But she did say it was a birthday present to me. And at this point in my life, that is really the only birthday present that I have any use for. Oh, so, okay. Well, yeah. Um, Next week, we have Sean's birthday. Yes. It will be late because my birthday will have passed. But we're going to have some fun birthday talks. And then Brie mm-hmm. has also greatly requested mm-hmm. that we jump into my trauma behind aging. I think it's fascinating. I think it's going to be good. I, I'm curious. Uh, at the end of next episode, I will ask you how you you feel about your curiosity. If I like should have just ignorance is blissed it. Yeah, I'll I'll see if you still think it's fascinating. <laughs> okay. I'm well I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Today we are answering Today there's no trigger warnings. There's not. So if you're triggered, leave. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And don't come back next week. <laughs> <laughs> next week's gonna be a doozy too. But so. still review. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars only. Five stars for us letting you know that you will be triggered. We're well, giving you a week in advance. Notice. And I mean for today's episode, we're not, but today... It's Trigger like, warning, bad advice, actually. Exactly. <laughs> like, have you, have you ever gotten bad advice? This might be triggering to you. I always get bad advice from you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm very excited because I feel like it has been... I know it's the same amount of time in between, but I feel like it's been ages, I think, because we took some breaks... It's also because we hadn't seen each other in person in so long. Like I know. We just literally talked for like two hours off podcast. We should have just had the thing fucking rolling at this point. We, what do There's we say? There's too much on? tea. There was too That's much tea. That's true. <laughs> Guys, I wish sometimes that we could just care a little less. This There was some good, good, because good goss. The goss? And the thing is, is everyone listening knows these people yeah so Notable like characters the goss would have been juicy yeah but we're just not that kind of podcast no that should go on our only fans mm. yeah raw <laughs> uncut i can explain wow the goss the goss <laughs> the thing is is that i feel like we would either just have to completely jump into absolute chaos yeah Taking no prisoners. And we would also only have about three weeks worth of podcasts before everyone stopped talking to us. And then we wouldn't have any further goss to share. So when we think that we're a few episodes out of ending this. We're going to go balls. We just got to go crazy. No, I think more than three. I think once we realize that the end is coming, Mm. we start never leaving the house without a journal. So we have like months of drama. What about like a recorder even? I like that. Lawsuits coming our way. We don't care. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. This podcast's over. Who are you going to sue? Us personally, but you know, that's not, I don't know how the law works that's, and I don't care to learn. I love law as we know. Yeah. And I don't care. Okay. Um, do you have any housekeeping? I do actually. I, I kind of forgot about it, but I do. Yeah. That's um, why I circled back. Um, Good friend over here. On the way. Yeah, you are. Thank mm-hmm. you. On the way here, I got in an altercation. A driving altercation. So 
I think I've talked on this podcast before about how if I get road raged mm-hmm. towards, I will rage back. If you get any rage, I, you rage back. I, yes. Road or no road. I, am, I think people need to learn that I, you know, most people are like, I don't like confrontation. I like confrontation. In can fact, I, I don't, I like whatever. Can I say something yeah. about you and me? Yes. And I've confirmed this with other people yeah. that we know. You and I are both energy matchers. Absolutely. We don't necessarily like confrontation or or look for it That's or fair. dislike it. Mm-hmm. But if it happens, both of us step up to the plate. Yes. And the reason that, that I know that you and I are similar in this yeah. way is because there have been very few instances that you and I have gone head to head. Right. And Lauren has described that as the scariest thing that ever happens. <laughs> 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 the most terrifying Literally, she thing was ever. like neither of you will back down yeah. because you just match each other's and then energy. it'll just never stop yeah <laughs> i also think that it's probably a testament that we're energy matchers because because we don't argue yeah it's because no one is going above unless the other one's doing it first exactly so it would be rare that it would get to that point yeah we say, a, I never really I thought see, about that. I see your settle and I raise you the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never thought about that, yeah. like that. But that is so true. That is a good way to put it. Because I don't go out there looking for confrontation. No, but you're a matcher. But I'm an energy matcher. Yeah. And I also feel like, yeah, I think I give people what they're giving to me. And I also think that I have a bit of a complex when it comes to not liking to get walked over, especially by men. Mm. So... In particular, if it's a man that is giving me a certain type of energy, I will most definitely be matching it. Like, it, I, I will not let that slide. I agree. I had a similar situation recently that I matched a man's energy because he was steamrolling a woman. Exactly. And I said, Nobel Peace Prize, yeah. protector of women, tis I. <laughs> Here I am. Tis, I did it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so what happened with your... Okay, so I was driving over here, mm-hmm. and there, at the end of my street, there is construction going on. Right. And this construction has taken the multiple lanes down to just one lane. Okay. That has previously been a few lanes. And I know, I knew I was right before this happened because... When this first changed over, there was a construction sign Mm -hmm. that said no rights, like the no right with the, with no around it. (laughs) It's giving the arrow. No, right. Yeah. There's there, you know, the arrow with the, with the no around it, the like red circle with the no through it. Yeah. No turning. No turning. Yes. Thank (laughs) you. So, so it's okay. So it's a turning sign, right? So it's like the arrow and then a no. What are we going to call that? No turning. No turning. So, <laughs> so there's that sign, but then underneath it is a sign that says trucks and buses. Okay. So when they first put this up, everyone is turning right. Yes. So I am they had like, to do a secondary. I am like, clearly, this means. No turning if you are a truck or a bus. Yeah, and we're not talking like Ford F-150. We're talking like a fucking concrete truck. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so much so that one day, 
there was one of those little stopper people out there mm-hmm. with a stop sign because they were bringing some gravel through or something. Yeah. I rolled down my window and because I'm, I'm, I was worried I was going to get screamed at one day turning right there. Yeah. And this had been going on for like weeks. Like this is, and also this is going to continue on for months because they're building a fucking building. Yeah. So it's not a quick construction situation. And I said to her, I said, Hey, I just wanted to ask you, we can turn right here. Right. She said, yeah, it's just no, like, like industrial vehicles or buses because they have to do a wide turn and we've narrowed even the one lane to be small fair so you can absolutely turn right Mm -hmm. perfect i i confirmed that this was like a month ago a week ago i don't know i don't know time i'm driving here today okay and i'm driving through the street and i have my turn signal on that i'm gonna turn right okay and i go to turn right keep in mind this is green i'm not turning on the red so it's like I have not even like stopped to turn. I've just yeah. slowed down You're to turn. That bitch with speed. The man behind me not only just like honks, like lays on it, lays on the horn, like ah! like where he's not removing his hand. He met his match, and this is the thing. I'm fucking crazy. Yeah. Okay. I know I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you do something like this, I look, I look back and he's like flipping me off, mm-hmm. like middle finger up with one hand. Mm-hmm. He's not removed his hand from the horn and the other. Okay. Ambidextrous so king. <laughs> I stop dead in my fucking tracks. I'm not moving. Put my bitch in park. <laughs> so I move forward. So I'm out of the intersection and we're then we're passed from the intersection. I look behind me. There's no other cars behind him driving. Yeah. So I just throw it in park. So he can't get by. He's laying on the fucking horn. I roll down the window. I'm flipping him off outside of the window. I'm like, you want me to go this bad even though you're wrong? I'm going to slow your ass down. Absolutely. Fight me. I, I, I don't care. At this point, this is the thing. I'm matching the energy. I don't give a fuck. He's you're getting physical. On the, We're getting he's physical. He's laying on the horn. I roll down my window. I lean out the window. I go... It's only fucking trucks and buses that can't turn right. People are walking on the crosswalk. This is bright as day. Uh, People are looking at me like I'm a lunatic. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I'm seeing red. He's like, you can't fucking turn right there. I'm like, it's trucks and buses. He immediately realizes, you can see in his face that he's wrong. Mm. But what he starts doing is he just keeps the horn on. Of course. To try and drown out me. The panic. Yelling him <laughs> and the panic that he is wrong. Yes. So. Um, he said, I'm wrong, but she is still a woman. But she's still a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, so he's laying, he's still laying on his horn. He's flipping me off. He's laying on his horn. I wait a cool 10 seconds because I, you know. I know people like this. Yeah. And that's another crazy thing about me is I know how to ruin your day. I know where the buttons are. And I know. I will be pushing them. And like, if you are the type of person that's laying on a horn at someone slightly slowing down in an intersection to turn, yeah. it's going to drive you fucking nuts that you have to wait 10 extra seconds on the other side. And I know a lot of people listening might think to themselves, weren't you afraid that this man might get physical or like this was unsafe for you to do? 
No, because I'm too dumb. I'm like a Neanderthal. <laughs> like I, when it gets to this point, like I'm not thinking safety. Yeah, I'm thinking. You also like, drive a Mazda, so like if he comes for you, fucking <laughs> vroom, zoom, vroom. zoom, baby. <laughs> like I'm out you're of there. never catching this. Ass. Oh, like if he gets if he. But that's the thing. I'd love to say if he got out of the car and walked towards me, that I would like drive away. And to everyone listening, that's absolutely what you should do. Yeah, you would have run him over. <laughs> Reverse <laughs> out of park, motherfucker. <laughs> Energy match. No, I would have just kept the window down. Like, what? What are like, you gonna do? You punch my window out. Do you want to catch a case? Like, like sure. Like, so go, go ahead. Like, I'm not gonna fight you back. Well, you're. If anything, you're gonna do something to me, and then you're gonna be real damn sorry. Literally. So I also love matching somebody's energy, but getting to the point that they keep going, and then being like. <laughs> No, so I'm just sitting in my car, like yeah. smiling like a crazy person, like the Joker. Absolutely. Smiling in my rear view mirror at him laying on his horn at me. Just smiling back there. You know you're wrong. Then I drove away. And you know what? It didn't affect me at all. That's how crazy I am too. Peace and blessings. Some people would drive away from that and their energy would be rocked for the day. No. Oh my God. Blah blah. Water off a duck's back. Chilling. Nothing. Nothing. Um, I got um, honk. Uh, well, I actually was driving across uh, one of the bridges downtown today, yeah. and somebody was no exaggeration halfway in my lane. Yeah. So I honked at them yeah. because I was like, "You're literally about just to, to hit let me. you know." Yeah. And they were um, driving a really shitty car, mm-hmm. which like usually I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And they were smoking a cigarette, mm. and they went to give me the finger out of their sunroof, and they dropped their <laughs> cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, you are not God's favorite. That is, that is. And I literally right just there. drove by them like. <laughs> Sorry about it. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's the thing. I, I, I hope that guy, because immediately we kept going and then he took the first turn mm-hmm. behind me. So I think he was kind of embarrassed. Um, uh, you have a some, booger in your nose. So I do? Yeah. How'd you know exactly which one too? Well, because I was going like this, so I feel like oh, it, I probably yeah, you like, got pulled it. it out. No, you got it. Okay, thank you for that. Yeah, um, I didn't want the patrons to <laughs> have to put up with that. I'll tell you know. It's only it, they're halfway through the episode, and they're like, "Thank God, thank God, the booger has gone." Yeah, no, I just um, I hope that he pulled and he he looked it up on his phone and realized he was wrong. No, he went home and screamed at his wife. Oh God! Don't say that. It's just men. It's just men. I know yeah. men are so they're awful. Except for the gabers that are listening, because exactly. you are awesome. See, I don't even have to say it to those types of men because the types of men that listen no, to this podcast. About this. If they we're get talking it. about men, it's not the men that are listening and thinking about the men. Exactly. It's the one that aren't like the ones that aren't. You know. Yeah. It's the men True. that aren't. True. And I think everybody knows that. I think everyone knows that. Yeah. Also, if you're ever at a point where you are laying on a horn, that's not to like stop an accident from happen happening, but just because you're impatient, the type of horn laying where you're just holding it down. Yeah. Like seek help. For sure. Like go to go a to, therapist. Go to a therapist. Talk about like, your generational to, trauma. Yeah. Go to anger management. Like clearly yeah. something is going on for you that like you had to take it down from like 80 to 60 for like 0.2 seconds. And this like really ruined your I'm life. I'm going to let you know something. Mm-hmm. This isn't about the lesbian and the Mazda. <laughs> this is that your mother abandoned you. It's and true. you have a complex against women. It's true. It's just facts. It is. And that doesn't seem like your problem. It doesn't. <laughs> I also think I'm always fascinated by it that like I genuinely think that like when they see like a small woman, mm-hmm. they <laughs> a tiny when they see this little little petite woman behind the wheel gal. <laughs> 
blocking me on that. Um, you are petite, but I just love that. No, but when you see like, I mean like a, like, like a young woman right. is what I mean. Which you're <laughs> <laughs> Patrons are seeing Sean's face to this. This is great. But you know what? You know what I mean? Because this is like obviously a middle aged man. I think that they like just assume that I'm dumb and that clearly they're right and I'm wrong. Yeah. And they also think that I'm just going to deal with them laying on the horn and they're going to flip me off and then I'm just going to turn and be like, oh, shoot, did I do Mm -hmm. something wrong? It's like, no, you met met your fucking match today. Energy matched. Energy, energy, machade, energy, machade, hun. So like, there, wow, she is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Something is very wrong with this person. No, he was like fully. You know, in his mind, he was like, "This is a lunatic." I, it's like, no, this is just a mirror of you. Truly, mm-hmm. I drove up beside two guys today that were like mm, probably like younger than me they yeah. were both in a jeep i was listening to rebecca black uh-huh. very loudly they turned over to me <laughs> and one clearly said something to the other one because yeah. it was like one face and then suddenly two faces both yeah. looking at me and i looked at them and i was like what what and then they both just nodded their head to me like a like and i was like you want to fuck? They do. <laughs> I actually, I do. Yeah, I did I, fuck them. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the Jeep. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay. More on that next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jeep reveal. Jeep reveal. <laughs> Reason fucks reveal. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm finding the specific questions. Oh, it's just like nobody wants to listen these days. You need to surround yourself with people who want to listen. <laughs> Seriously. Um Oh no. Oh god. I feel bad cuz I don't want to hate on like a like a listener who wrote in, but I just have to tell you cuz we're being honest here today as a lesbian reading this how to find a unicorn for a threesome with my partner heck couple looking for femme it makes me want to die that's yeah it makes me fully want to die and i'm not saying that that person isn't out there for you it's just like that is every like lesbian's lesbian's worst nightmare nightmare is seeing that dm so it triggered me i'll do it Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can take this because to I'll me, I'll fuck this you and your boyfriend. <laughs> no, that's what I meant. Oh, you, oh, you'll do it. Yeah, so you're the unicorn. I'm not a unicorn, but I will fuck. <laughs> See, and here's the thing. Um, wait, I just got a text that said someone said, "Where are you? I am waiting for you." And this that's is the guy. Hold on, I need to respond because sorry, who is this? That's the guy from the turning incident. <laughs> He's been waiting outside this whole time. That is so funny. I'm like, I think this person has the wrong number, clearly. But um, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. This person didn't specify, so I might be very wrong. Right. And I would love, actually, if they wrote in a further DM and explained if okay. I am wrong. Okay. But I'm going to hazard a guess mm-hmm. that you, while you can be very femme presenting, and they didn't say anything about gender. Are you talking about me? No, this person oh. who wrote in. You, though, can be femme presenting. Yeah. And you are... They didn't specify what gender the femme person yeah, is. Yeah, they don't want to fuck me. They don't want to... No. They don't want a dude. Because I would guess... Who are you calling a dude? <laughs> okay, also, I love... This is the other thing that sends, sends me into a spiral. Okay. It, you know what? I'm, I'm not. I've already done it. No. I've already done. It. I'm not going to go any farther. Okay. This person's Can lovely, you give and some advice? some person wants. Okay, I'll give them some advice. First and foremost is like, 
Don't do. Don't go to queer spaces. Don't no. be annoying. Don't go on. Don't go on apps either. I feel like you almost have to go on. An no, app. because every queer woman I have talked to, that is their worst nightmare. Okay, but here's what you do: you get your boyfriend to go on the app to match women. That's that's what I meant. And you get your boyfriend to put in his profile looking for a third with me and my girlfriend because there will be we don't need some like queer baiting no in in that like people think that they found a pretty girl and they're gonna maybe connect and then it's like oh also i got my boyfriend here my boyfriend wants to eat your pussy yeah Yeah, no buzzkill buzzkill you get your boyfriend oh (laughs) tech difficulties tech difficulties you get your boyfriend to go on the apps and yeah. do the work for fucking once. Sorry, this is triggering to me. And you get your boyfriend to try and match with someone on an app to sleep with you and your boyfriend. Yeah. Because there's a lot of bisexual or bi-curious women out there that are also going to be looking for het relationships because they're bi. So then they can match on that side because they're clearly not going to not want to see a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wish that there was a platform and maybe there is for like bisexual women specifically or like, honestly, are there not? They need a fucking unicorn threesome app. There must be. Are there not like poly apps? There actually is. There are. Look for a poly app. Like literally Google like queer poly apps. And whether you want to be poly or not, like maybe you're just looking for a threesome. But like those are the types of people that are clearly open to that with like various genders and you know, but otherwise it's like, I also hate to say it, like not my priority. Fair. You know, like I, I just, it's, I don't know. I think, I think, yeah, there's enough out there to find. Okay. Moving you, on. Yeah. You don't got to ask queer people to find it for you. No. Get your boyfriend also, to like Google the, it. The thing with that question, peace and blessings to this person. Absolutely. What a sweet Oh, Just nothing but peace and blessings. Yeah, absolutely. They, they know us. I they know where to just... I don't care about finding real. this for you. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, this is... Queer people I'm don't... happy that that's what you want, but I'm not looking for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. Get your head boyfriend to put in some work. Get him on the poly apps. Get him to put in some work. Do some research. Get on some Facebook groups. Peace and blessings, but I'm not holding your hand here. Yeah. You know? The lesbian and the gay don't need to. (laughs) (laughs) Not insert your boyfriends. (laughs) I mean, and you might be willing, but they're not looking for you. No. They didn't even specify, but I can almost guarantee it. Specifically me. (laughs) Oh yeah, it has nothing to do with the fact that you're a man. They're just specifically not interested in you. Hey Gabers, today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention and it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app and it's an amazing value the lifetime membership has all 25 languages so you don't have to stop at one 
Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, I Can Explain podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. Um, how do I meet queer people while living in a small town of less than a hundred? That's not a small town. That's somebody camping in the forest. <laughs> I don't even know. Is that a town? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I, sorry. Peace and blessings to you as well. Yeah. You gotta move. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Step one, eventually try and move. If it's not possible though, like what can we give them? Well, the thing is like, okay, so you look at statistically, <laughs> it's like what? 10% of people are gay? Yeah, so like there's there's 10 of you. There's 10 of but, you. But like various also, ages, various. And also like closeted because small yeah. town. Like I usually I'm all like, find like a, like a gay sports league yeah. or like start like Dungeons and Dragons with some lesbians. Yeah. Or something. Bitch, there's nobody in your town. <laughs> <laughs> I like how our advice today is just awful. The you first got- person who wrote in, we were just like, fuck off, we don't answer that. The second person, we're like, there's nobody for Move. you. <laughs> I honestly. I go up to an area in BC called the Okanagan yeah. a, a lot in the summer. And I remember when I was younger going on like at this point, cause I'm old, it wasn't apps, but going on like Tumblr and stuff, you'd search hashtags and like desperately trying to find people that were up in that area. And this was not by your standard, a yeah. small town. Yeah. And I, th- I think I was the only one. That was out. Like, I just never, like, I went out to, like, the local bars. I didn't find anybody. But where I was talking to and finding people during that entire duration was online. So I think just, like, get on a Discord community. I have one. It's linked in my bio. Patrons have one of this podcast. And, like, meet people and, like, make plans that, like, even if it's, like, once a year, whether it's to dine ashore or a meetup in a larger town near your city to, like, travel in for a queer concert or... Uh, you know, gay night like Sapphic Seattle or yeah. Lips Vancouver so that you can kind of have that outlet. I think that's the way to go. That was good advice. I think that was good advice. Get your ass online. Get your ass online. And also yeah. maybe see if there comment are people in, online that are also in small towns. Comment on Bree's TikToks that are like, meet your queer friends below. Yeah. That's how you do it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I also think that if you found someone who's also from a small town, they're going to be more open to like having a fruitful online relationship that is maintained, whether that's platonic or romantic, or maybe they're chill with like doing a long distance thing. Yeah. If you're looking for a romantic relationship, because honestly, like if you're from a town under a hundred and then you're trying to do an online thing with someone who's like from Vancouver that constantly gets to go out and meet people. Yeah. You're, you're up against, you're uh, up against a lot Yeah, because it's nothing against you, but those people have people in their neighborhood that want to fuck. They have hot milfs in their area. It's tough. And I'm like, (laughs) we're just trying to constantly just like milf. milf. Oh my God. There's so many milfs around me. So many gay milfs. Um, They're all in your area, which is crazy. They're all right down the street. My favorite are the Russian ones. 
Every MILF is Russian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how it works. Did I ever tell the story on the podcast when Julia had all these pop-ups on her computer? Um, Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Insight. <laughs> um, is it a hot MILF in your area? Sorry. I got a photo of what appears to be a dinner that's being started. That has not a, a single ounce of seasoning in I'm it. Starting, I'm sharing for oh, for no. Patreon. <laughs> Patreon here. exclusive. Patreon exclusive. And they said, <laughs> I'm Susan. Aren't you Terry? Say no, that looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I guarantee it's either someone who's generally made a mistake or this is, this is a um, or it's one of those spam things spam. that they're trying to trying to get me this to be like spam. oh well if Terry's not free I'd love if you came over this and fucked spam, me for sure I'm a hot you Russian milf in your area yeah. <laughs> I'm a hot Russian milf two blocks away <laughs> yeah so Julia had this problem that she thought came out of nowhere she tried to tell people came out of nowhere where she was getting all these pop-ups on her computer um, it's like porny pop-ups and I, I was like girl we know why the pop-ups are are here yeah we know yeah. why the hot Russian milfs in your area is popping up like yeah. that doesn't just happen to people's computers no there's certain websites that you could be certain searches going to histories you know that like maybe the now milfs are populating they're populating yeah. yeah so that was a tough pill for her to swallow that everyone knows that that, that yeah. doesn't happen to everyone's computer but sorry vibes yeah what are we talking about oh yeah advice i hate when you put your phone away in these these sorry episodes. about it sorry about it I just get like so into talking about like Mills. Mills. It's understandable. It's just kind of like hard to get back on track. But yeah, I don't know. Just find other people in small towns or that are have similar vibes than you online, no, make connections you're and then already travel. making it too specific. Just find people online. We don't need to put, be putting a, this person lives in a town of a hundred people. We don't need to be putting filters on. You also have to live in a small town. Click link get online. There's, there's get online. To talk to people. Talk to other queer people. Okay, I love that. Yeah. And then eventually move. If you want to. Maybe you like your small town. Move. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to be queer in a small town. That's just undeniable it truth. It is undeniably tough. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, this is so weird. We have another... Unicorn? Question. No, thank God. Um. <laughs> Another question that says, how do you make new queer friends in a small city? A bitch, we got a friend for we you, motherfucker. We should link well, them. Well, they're different cities, but... No, we should link chat. them. Exactly. I'll link y'all up in yeah. the DMs. I'm not kidding. No, it's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> this is... We're like very game Matchmaker, mothers. matchmaker. Okay. We've got questions coming in here. Okay. This is juicy because it's very long, so I feel like it's going to be good. I haven't read it yet, Amazing. so... Um, oh, Susan's not a spammer. Oh, Susan said, um, oh, sorry for entering the wrong number in a hurry. LOL. Oh, Susan's pissed that Terry is not present. Well, Terry doesn't want to go for that god awful meal. That much. <laughs> <laughs> not an ounce of seasoning, no, no. not a speckle. No. Okay. My ex-husband's mom sent me a long letter before she went into heart surgery a few months ago. Hold on. Ex-husband's mom. Yeah. So Sorry, she's I just need to put divorced. the I need to put the characters in my mind. Okay. Ex-husband's mom has written this person heart a letter. Surgery. Right before the mom went into heart surgery. Okay. Okay. Basically saying I need to think about my life choices and if how I'm living would make God happy. Never. 
(laughs) (laughs) Okay. Backstory. I married my ex when I was 20, engaged at 19, and we're very Christian, and we have two kids together. I realized I was gay when I was pregnant with my second, and a few years down the track, I'm engaged to a woman and no longer a Christian. I get along really well and co-parent with my ex and our new partners. That's fantastic. Oh God, I love, I love this. that. This is so tea-filled, but also like But wholesome love. and wonderful. Yeah. Then there's the mother. It's bitch mom <laughs> and her bad heart. <laughs> Sean can say that because it's not his mother-in-law, ex-mother-in-law. His mom, however, has made her views on homosexuality very clear, mm. saying she would never consider me and my new fiance married. The letter she sent before her surgery was three pages of homophobia masked with, I'm sending this to you because I love you and might die in surgery. Right. I love thinly veiled fake concern. Absolutely. Yeah. I haven't said anything about it to her. But I've thought about sending her a letter back telling her how it made me feel. She's still a part of my kids' lives, and I see her semi-regularly. Is the advice, do they write this letter? Yes. Don't write a letter. Don't respond. Mm -hmm. You're never going to be able to reason with this person. Once somebody goes into the religious fanatic mm-hmm. you are a sinner the way that you are yeah the way that you're so living the way that you're person. living does not make god happy <laughs> like you can't change that and yeah. unfortunately for you mm-hmm. you are now intrinsically tied to this person for yeah. the rest of your probably life yeah or their life um and you're not gonna solve that and i agree it I'm sure it would feel good to express how this person has made you Mm -hmm. feel, but anybody that is willing to write a letter to you saying these things isn't going to be affected by it. I agree. I also think that we've talked about before on this podcast that younger me would have said something different in that I would always feel like I needed to stick up for my queerness Mm -hmm. or stick up for queer people in general to anyone and everybody who disagreed in any way. And I've realized that my peace is more important in a lot of ways. So to me, you said it perfectly. You're going to have to see this person. It sounds like you may have already seen them since this letter and you've just kind of brushed it under the rug. And while it may feel like a moment of sticking up for yourself or closure, I don't know if it's going to long term actually benefit you. And also, it sounds like you and your ex have a really fantastic co-parenting situation set up that all of a sudden this mother may very easily perceive your letter in an as an attack or Absolutely. something and it this could then attack on our lord and savior and it could cause like a wedge between you and your ex who as of now have a very peaceful co-parenting setup with your kids and some like you can't change your parents sometimes so like i feel like this person is you know your kid's grandmother and sometimes people are just people and it sucks that you have to deal with that. Like what a horrifying letter to receive. Awful. Awful. Um, but so like, bitch, worry about your fucking heart right now. Why are you worried about my gay shit? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Sorry. Literally. <laughs> like calm down a little bit. I thought Jesus was supposed to be taking the wheel right now. <laughs> not fucking taking the pen. I can't. Good Lord. <laughs> I, can't. I think honestly, your en- any energy, of like feeling disappointed by this letter 
or like hurt by this letter. Which mm-hmm. to validate, it, yeah, it, it is oh, so, so disappointing and hurtful. Up. It's so fucked up. Yeah, but I think that any of that feeling or energy taking that to a friend who's not your ex, but like just a third party friend on a night out, yeah, um, and just airing it out in that way and having that your feelings validated by that friend would be way more beneficial than trying to just start a back and forth with this person. Cause like Sean said, like their mind is not going to be changed. No. And it's, it's so much when it gets to religion, it's so much bigger than you. Yeah. It is this person's entire encompassing being like their entire personality. This is what they were thinking about before they went into heart surgery. Like you're not going to be able to shift that. No. Uh, absolutely not yeah so i think that you seem to be living life in a really fantastic way for you and your kids and like your new partner and your ex like everyone seems like happy so sometimes you just have to accept that some people aren't going to be happy and it's not your responsibility to make them as happy as you are or make them understand yeah or to expend more energy to try to get somebody to understand your position when they won't yeah like fuck that no one's got time for that no you're too busy living your fantastic life with your beautiful children you're sliving slapping slubbing so okay here's one my best friend and i have been friends for around three years at some point last year she liked me and now doesn't this year i now like her Mm. i have admitted to liking her and she said she doesn't know how to feel We were at a party two nights ago and we were very cuddly and everything. Yet the next day she says she doesn't remember it and is ignoring me. Any ideas on what I should do? Thank you so much. I literally love you guys and your podcast so much. We love you too. Yeah. Love you. (sighs) She's just not that into you. Yeah. I Mm. also think it's hard with, um, I don't know how to say this without seeming bad. It's hard with friendships like that Mm -hmm. that have the potential to go somewhere in terms of relationship because the other person could have thought initially in the friendship Mm -hmm. that it was going one way and then they almost got like a dating ick from you. Yes. And once that happens, like the ship sailed, the the ship is sailed. It's so true. I talked about this with one of my friends actually that very early on when we met and this happens a lot in queer relationships and friendships like we've discussed, but it was like that dynamic where we both couldn't figure out if we were going on a date or not. And if we were going to hook up or not. And then immediately when that didn't happen, it was like very clear that that was never going to happen. Yeah. And we, we have a friend that is the same for me. (laughs) Yes. Very true. Exactly. (laughs) And sometimes that happens, but sometimes like in both of our cases, I feel that was the case for both parties. Yeah. Whereas, well. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, maybe not. Maybe not on both of our cases. Actually, we're just so lovable. We're so, we're so we're hot so and lovable hot and, and funny. Everyone, everyone wants, wants to, fuck to date us. us. Oh my God. You want to date me? Literally, you want to marry me? <laughs> well, for us, the yeah. ship sailed. <laughs> um, but I think from what you wrote in, it sounds like this person may have already, and the word grieve sounds dramatic. I'm not even saying it's going to be that for them, but like They've you moved go on. through, you go through the motions. Yeah. You're like, maybe this will happen. I don't know. And then sometimes when your brain just clicks someone into friend mode, yeah. it's like near impossible to click it back. 
Also, if it was gonna get clicked into yeah. go mode, it would have happened in that moment. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think this person, like what you're picking up on with your gut instinct, it, you just got to listen to it. It sounds like this person just isn't into it. Maybe they were at the party. It's also and- hard because like when you're at a party and stuff, like sometimes you get like just like residual horny. Yeah. Or like it's like a like a crime of opportunity. True. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, I don't want to date my friend. <laughs> party horny. Party horny. So true. Yeah. That is actually a good point. Yeah. Because, you know, you're at a party. Maybe I don't know if you were at this party because not all parties need alcohol, but maybe you've had a couple of drinks. The type of parties I like to go yeah. to. I've had a couple cocktails. Totally. You know, you get a little cuddly. You're feeling yourself. The sometimes, music's going. Sometimes when I'm at a party, I'm having some drinks. I want to fuck friends that I never thought about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then I wake up the next morning and I say, I'm a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that like I can understand why this cuddle sesh at a party may have given you the hope but i think remove that and just read into the rest also i have been in this situation on like not this exact Mm. situation but there's sometimes that i've had feelings for somebody and then they've gone away and then we've been in kind of like an intimate situation where it like briefly comes back yeah and then yeah a little the the bulb flickers yeah like well maybe yeah and then it's just a no it's just a no yeah and i think also moving forward you have two choices one just go with your gut instinct Two, have a conversation which obviously takes guts and is scary but like just have a straight up conversation and either way, whether you have the conversation or you just go with your gut that, you know, they're just not really into the romantic vibe and want to stay friends only, then allow yourself to set that boundary for yourself and not be hopeful in the sense that next time you're at a party, don't allow yourself to open up to the cuddliness. I would say have the conversation if you can. Yeah. Because as I mean, you already know that this person liked you, so that yeah. makes it easier. But to that's be, true. To say, hey, now, you know, I'm feeling some type of way just to confirm has the ship sailed for you? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Ha- knowing that, having yeah. that out there mm-hmm. provides so much mental clarity yeah. that I feel it will override any uncomfort. Yeah, just also, say it you, in a casual way. Like, hey, I know at one point you thought maybe more than friends. Now I'm kind of feeling that way. Has that ship sailed for you? Then I'm totally chill. Exactly. Carry on as friends. Even if you're not feeling totally chill, just... The fact that you know that the ship was there for them for a second is good. Remember when you wanted to do this and now I want to do this? I thought you meant me with you. I was like, Christ. Well, that ship sank years ago. (laughs) For you, maybe mine's still sailing. I know. You're you're on a life raft. (laughs) I'm clinging. You're clinging to my door and I'm... Jack, don't let go. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's see. Maybe we we do one more quick one? Are we going to go wild and do one more? Rapid fire! Yeah, rapid fire. There's no any rapid fire. People are getting a little too specific. If we could tone down the specific. Don't ever. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, here's the one. Gabriel's going to run with this. Ask Sean which Crocs are best for springtime. Is there a, is there a visual? A visual? Ju- is, is, the, is it a, you look like you're clicking into like a photo or no, something. No, just, oh. just ask Sean. Bare feet. It's not a croc. Cut your legs off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fuck. Um. What crocs? The only crocs that I think are f- kind of fun are the platform crocs because they're so stupid that I think it's hilarious. So I would say probably the platform crocs and black, obviously. 
Yeah. Don't let anyone tell you that black is seasonal. That is the biggest lie out there. It's, black is not seasonal. No. It's a year-round vibe. Black is cunty no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. Wow. I feel like everyone got all their questions answered Everybody today. advised. <laughs> Everyone is just feeling enriched. I feel like a genie right now. It's like, I feel like we. <laughs> I feel like today we went a little hard on some of our write-inners, but you know we do that every time. They know yeah. what they're getting into. They know they're getting honest advice. I've, and sometimes honest advice is don't ask the question to us because no, we don't want to answer it. No, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know what fucking shit you're dealing with. But there's no. But there's no. You know, we love y'all out there, and we we appreciate you writing in. Absolutely. Yeah. We're gonna tell you advice like we are your best friends. Exactly. And I think we did that. I stand by that we for sure did that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, wherever you're listening, make sure to follow, subscribe, rate us five stars and five stars only. only. Follow us on social media at I Can Explain Podcast and um, personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brian Williamson. And I want to make it clear that when I say follow us, mm-hmm. that's two different things. Follow us on social media, but also follow us on the listening platforms. Of course. Well, you'd think that was clear, but based on the listens to follow ratios, the clarity is not there. It's clear that people need some specification. Well, good thing it's a specific advice then. That when this episode ends, you should be subscribing and following Duh. where you're listening. Hello. And until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. <laughs> it's weird to have a camera back. I know.